Oh, hi, Mark. The biggest match in history right here. Come on, guys, let's brainstorm this puppy. Like a boss. Let me get this straight. I'm gonna spell it out for you. Ball game. This dude was right when he called you out on his podcast. This is gonna end very badly. You ain't stepped up, you fell off. I'm not a good guy. You don't get a trophy for participation. And these two right here, well, they're my insurance policy. What? This is a great show, no enhancement needed. All right, hello everybody, welcome to the show. Wishful booking, my name is Liam McNulty. I am joined once again by Jimmy Moorcraft. What's going on? Hello, I am in person this time, not via satellite. You're here. I am here. You are here live, I can I vouch for that. I have to be here, after the great balls. How, how could I not be here? Yeah, you've got some, you've got some great balls showing up here, actually. Showing your face around these parts. Well, have to break this shit down. Let's do this. So G-Boff, Great Balls of Fire, was this past Sunday night. And then, as always, Monday, Raw, Tuesday, SmackDown. Let's start right with the probably the biggest, definitely the biggest thing that happened at Great Balls of Fire, at least. This week on Was It a Heel Turn? Guy tries to kill a guy. My only question is, <laughs> was it a heel turn? Well, I mean... <laughs> and uh, the answer is, spoiler alert, no, it wasn't. Yeah. Um, boy. I mean, you think back to the Attitude Era when, like, Stone Cold would do things like this, but, I mean, never, like, this aggressive and, yeah. like... Also, I mean, you know, Roman Reigns, sorry, but, like, you lost. And, like... <laughs> way to take it like a man, Roman. If you're a babyface, why would you... Really? I'm not a good guy. Even if it happened, like, the next night, it would have been a little better only because it's not like Roman's, like, a sore loser. And it's like, oh, well, my only option now is to try and kill somebody now. He literally was a sore loser. And it was yeah. right, and it was the most extreme kind of sore loser Yeah, there is to, to take out a gun and shoot the guy who just beat you in a wrestling match. Jeez. I've read some other comparisons online, but when Strowman came out of that ambulance, I couldn't help but to get, like, weird flashbacks to Austin refusing to tap out to Bret Hart at WrestleMania 13. Right. Just that, yeah, you, you know, tweeted something um, to that effect. Yeah, just, uh, I don't know if he had a contact in, but the way his, like, eye looked, he looked like a literal, like, monster, but when he's walking away from that and, you know, they're using the jaws of life, which was all a bit dramatic when you Definitely. think about, like, Definitely. you know, like my mom said, but why can't they just at least see if he's all right? I mean, you can't drag him out of the front, but the front door that Roman got out of, like, oh. someone could have at least, like, you know, went in and like saw if he was right you can't pull out a man that oh, size from the front well can you even look i don't think i've been in an ambulance yeah 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 when oh, yeah, you open the you door there's like a like a sliding a window thing, yeah, a window you can see through yeah just to see if you know the person's like you know conscious at least they're like you know banging the door are you in there like, are you, you know? okay <laughs> um i did for a minute think i i thought that braun maybe wouldn't be in it but then i was thinking that that would be a little like yeah superhuman as soon as they brought in the firefighters then it was like all right yeah i did like the touch of Heath slater versus hawkins i thought that was kind of interesting they made it seem very like real like in a, a way real show they like to they cut to something like I, an unexpected thing happened yeah they suddenly i mean i wouldn't have minded watching you know the entire thing go down but i guess you know there was a minute where they were just waiting for the firefighters to come yeah so uh i mean it, it was done well whenever you do those backstage you know, it's obvious just like when Strowman threw Reigns off of that elevated area when he was on the stretcher. It's a little obvious when they cut to the tape portion of it. Yeah, much as they try to yeah. avoid that. Um, when the camera zoomed in on Roman's face on the window, which, again, he looked like a devious villain yeah. in that, you know, the <laughs> mirror. Well, is that how you took it? I took it as, you know, he's contemplating. He's he's 
what do they call it? Uh, premeditated. He was premeditating yeah. that attempted murder that he was about to carry out. Yeah, it was just all very... <laughs> I just, I don't know. It was cool, I guess. But how do you have Roman Reigns continue to be this, like, babyface when, I mean, even Strowman got a sizable pop when he, like, left the ambulance. And I like now how, it you know, they carried over the storyline to Monday Night Raw. They were going to give an update on Braun, which they actually never did. All they said is that he continues to refuse medical service. Well, Kurt kind of did. Yeah, Kurt said he's being evaluated by his own physician. Oh, he said just that? Just really quick before Heyman and Brock came out. Yeah. Oh, I thought the whole thing is that he kept refusing care. We well, said basically we don't know what's going on because he left ha- and he's oh. under the care of his own personal doctor. See, I would have liked it if like no one knew where he was and he was like roaming like the woods, like all battered yeah. and bruised, and then like he walks into <laughs> Raw next week still like bloodied yeah. and smelly and he hasn't showered. That would have been cool. <laughs> but I mean, yeah. How do you? I mean, God, how do you not have Strowman? You know, look like an ass kicker. Yeah, uh, and also. The match itself, you know, parts of it were underwhelming. You know, for for a whole, the match was good. I gave it three and a quarter stars. Okay. I think that it could have been more based upon what the feud was. Yeah. I get what they did. I feel like they held back in the match because of the angle that was happening after the definitely, match. Definitely, definitely. Um, I thought this match would end the feud. Um, yeah. So, yeah. But what I did really like, and I don't know if this is me overanalyzing things like I tend to do. And Possibly. Like we both do, but... What's- <laughs> there's a big, there's a trope with like the bigger wrestlers and especially Strowman that when he like runs, they'll move and either Nia Jax or Braun Strowman will like go into the ring post or into the steps because their yeah. momentum. In every Roman Reigns Braun Strowman match, that spot has happened. It kind of has to because he. But is. at the finish of the ambulance match, I feel like it happened to Roman Reigns this time, and I don't know if that was intentional, but for me it was almost like a callback because in oh, every yeah, match okay. that spot happened, and now Roman. You know his momentum, and Strowman smartly moved, and he put himself in the yeah. ambulance. All, uh, all it was Strowman smart. It was move. He ran right through the back door of the ambulance. Wow! It was a smart way because you made Strowman look smart. You had him win, and Roman doesn't look that you know bad at all, no, really, he because pops he that just door right back open yeah. afterwards, and so, nobody um, nobody dares utter the phrase "sore loser." Yeah. And, um, I mean, I have more to do with that, but I guess that can go into the universal title picture, unless yeah. you have more to say yeah, about yeah, the yeah. ambulance. No. Um, the ambulance match, I mean, I, I'm working on my new rating scale. I think I would probably give it a best match ever, all things considered. I was expecting Reigns to win. Um, yeah, I just I just threw that out there. Best match ever. You heard it here. Uh, my new rating system. It's going to be best or worst match ever. Um, but the ambulance match, I... Yeah, I guess I really don't have much to say. I pretty much agree with you. Okay. Like it was, it, it did feel like they held back, but it was definitely because of uh, yeah. what they the the craziness. One thing about the tractor trailer spot, it was just interesting how when Roman's reversing the ambulance for the couple of seconds between when he started accelerating the ambulance and when he hit the tractor trailer, I'm thinking, what is he headed towards? Is he going to be driving off of something? Is he going to be? I mean, more likely crashing into something, but. You didn't see what the ambulance was speeding towards until suddenly. It yeah, well, hit that the I think that trailer. was intentional. Like the way they filmed it was cool. For the I, I of had it. an idea. It was either going to be like a wall or another vehicle because yeah. they've done it. You know, Shane McMahon and Kane. Like, there's a whole yeah you know, vehicular just, trope in WWE at this point. I was thinking about Roman Reigns upping the ante on Braun having thrown him in the stretcher off of the thing. So yeah. I'm thinking, is he going to drive an ambulance off the thing? But that was uh, yeah. in hindsight, that was pretty crazy of me. Now that I think about it. <laughs> <laughs> They're just going to drive this ambulance off of a cliff. That Any, happens to be anything an arena. could be possible with Roman now that he's this murderer. So, attempted murder 
and yeah. there haven't been any charges filed as far as I know. So you shouldn't be spreading those kind of rumors about people. <laughs> um, Shall we go to jail? So then did that kind of fuck everything up? Talking no, about that uh, well, I was going to, I guess we, we can go into Brock and Joe because my okay. prediction of what happens after this yeah. is tied into the universal title picture. So I guess we could talk yeah, about that Yeah, it's now. interesting between Great Balls of Fire and Monday Night Raw. That segment on Monday Night Raw that we alluded to a moment ago with Kurt Angle, that started with Kurt Angle, and then Heyman and Lesnar came out, and then Roman and Joe, and or I'm sorry, and then Roman and then Joe uh, a few minutes later was awesome. Yeah. It was just, you know, you could tell they're kind of improving a little bit and going off the cuff, and at certain points, the animosity kind of mm-hmm. gets the better of these guys, at least it seems. And uh, I just, I love Joe, you know. Yeah, well, I've, the match itself, the Great Balls of Fire, how did you, we should probably start with that, okay. that actual... Um, I guess, in hindsight, it's what I should have expected. WWE did their best to make Joe look as strong as possible and had Lesnar kind of eke out a victory with the uh, F5 out of nowhere towards the end. Um, if I'm being completely honest, my experience of the match was kind of ruined by the, the feed. I, I constantly have these feed issues. When the match started, like, these guys had made their entrances and the match is about to start. Actually, Joe, right after Joe put the pre-match attack where Joe put Lesnar through the table on the outside, I paused the match to see how much time there was left in the, in the feed because I wanted to see how long the match was going to be. There was 21 minutes left. Mm. There wasn't no. 21 minutes it was in actuality. Right after it. I don't know. Was that, was that why? Because... Yeah, it connected, right? It, it, it was with me, too. What they do is they... At first, they connect Raw Talk to the pay-per-view. After it airs, they put it separately. Okay. I don't know why Raw Talk is in its own show. It's under the pay-per-view section on the network, yeah. which messes up things. Yeah. But, um, well, just the Raw Talks for the pay-per-views are. Yeah. SmackDown does the same with Talking Smack. Well, Talking Smack happens every Tuesday after SmackDown as a separate entity. Raw Talk only happens after oh, the pay-per-view, okay. so it's connected to the feed itself. So when okay. you're watching it live, it goes right in, but then yeah. when it ends and it's on demand, it's a separate show. Okay. So okay. what you were seeing was the attached Raw Talk. If you were to watch That's, it now, it'd be different. Yeah. yeah. But see, also during the match, the feed cut out. Yeah. So I had to start the pay-per-view over and fast-forward, and I fast-forwarded to 20 minutes left, and... It was still. Did it cut in the out because of, of the, network uh, issues, or did no did you network find that issues. it went to the sc- like? Did it go back to the main screen, or did it like pause? Because I find that with my network, if I watch it late, it sometimes cut out when the actual program ends yep. itself. It was after eleven. It was like eleven thirty. Um, so that's probably when Raw Talk ended. So maybe that makes sense because the pay per view went over. Maybe like it's yeah, three hour mark, and it. So it, fix that, it WWE. Yeah, seriously. Well, it's it happens three to years me with too. the network. That happens all the time. Yeah. And I guess... And it spoils to... matches. Because if you go to, like, watch live, they'll be on Raw Talk already. Yeah. And then, like, for example, back at Elimination Chamber, that cut off, and then I pressed play, thinking that it would start there, but it started at Talking Smack, and Naomi had the Women's Championship, and I was on Ugh. that match. Ugh. So, yeah, it's a bad... Yeah. What the fuck happened? And yeah. so, so then, so I fast-forwarded, I got to the end... And now we're looking at how much time is really left. Yeah. And I'm watching, and Joe's got him in the coquina clutch. And my friends are like, what's, is the time wrong? Because now we're pausing it like, wow, there's a minute left. What could possibly happen? And I'm like, unfortunately, right before it happened, I was like, I'm sure Brock's about to pop him up, do an F5 and pin him. And that's literally what happened. Yeah. I looked so forward to this match. And the experience of watching it was dominated by streaming issues. You know, it was all about that for me, and that just totally kind of kind of ruined the experience, and it was very frustrating. And I hope they fix it, preferably yes. a long time ago. 
Yeah. Um, Get your shit together, WWE. It, this was a match I struggled in terms of rating because on one end, the storytelling aspect was incredible. I mean, mm -hmm. the character work by both men were great. You know, Samoa Joe, I did not think would be as heelish as he was in the match. Yeah. With the pre-match Yoranagi through the table, the low blow. Yeah. Um, that was, and I'm thinking, mm -hmm. all right, I thought Lesnar was dropping the title because they were making Joe See, so, like, underhanded. And I'm like, See, well, they're really protecting Lesnar here. That's another thing. They made Joe look strong through the match, but because of stuff like that, it is kind of strange that Lesnar would have turned his back on him, you know, right at the beginning to open the door for that pre-match attack. Yeah. And then with the low blow later in the match, like they're letting Joe be in control, but only through the use of dirty tactics. Yeah. You know, when he can. Yeah. So it's kind of, I don't know how to feel about it, you know? Yeah. I'm happy that Joe looks as strong as he does right now, but I am very hopeful that he stays in the title picture for SummerSlam. And that way, the four way that we actually alluded to weeks back comes to fruition Braun Strowman, Brock Lesnar, Samoa Joe, and Roman Reigns. Yeah. Um, I do kind of think I don't have the faith in WWE to do that I think that probably Roman's going to beat Joe next week and it'll be set one-on-one -on -one Roman versus Brock for the Universal title at SummerSlam and probably Strowman will get reintroduced in the meantime I'm not finished with you and maybe they'll make it a triple threat or maybe they'll have another number one contenders match and Roman will be Braun on Raw yeah, I'm fairly certain it's going to be a fatal four-way at SummerSlam. I think that I hope so, Braun Strowman is going to come back next week and interfere in that match, and Kurt Angle is going to put them all in a four-way match. I think it's a match that makes the most sense. There's a little bit of history uh, with all involved. Um, just back to the match, Great Balls of Fire. Uh, it, you know, Brock has the ability to wrestle all these longer matches, and I'm not totally convinced that he's the one like advocating to not wrestle long enough. So I'm thinking what, like... What, how do you mean after, advocating, advocating for the kind of quicker matches? Oh, that was... Well, there's a thing backstage that Brock doesn't want to work hard matches. Dean Ambrose put that in everyone's mind when he did yeah, the Stone Cold podcast. Yeah, real quick. I did kind of get the feeling that it was a timing thing. You know, it was that the match was as short as it was because of how much time they were left with. At least in part. After the ambulance thing and then the Slater Hawkins. Yeah, they're on the network now, though, so they have really no... Yeah, they could they, go They over. can go as, as long as they want. Sorry, you were saying? No, um, so there's an argument that Samoa Joe could have kicked out of the F5 because there wasn't enough yep. damage done to him at that point. Yeah. At the same time, it sucks that Samoa Joe is the one that had to go down to the first F5 probably one F5, since yeah. Goldberg at WrestleMania because Brock only hit one at on Goldberg. Goldberg. Well, that was, so this is Brock's so next match yeah. since that. So that's why it kind of doesn't make Joe look that bad. Oh, I don't th um, I don't think it made him look that bad at all. Yeah, I mean, the match itself, I mean, I gave it three and a quarter stars out of five because just the excitement level that I had and I was on the edge of my seat. And yes, yeah. it was short, but the character work done by both men was really great. Yeah, I gave it a best match ever. Um, everything considered. And if you're still getting used to my rating system, just rest assured. That's a pretty good score. Yeah. <laughs> Next night on Monday Night Raw, um, there were reports backstage that Brock Lesnar likes working with Samoa Joe, and it's funny because on Monday Night Raw, Lesnar seemed to be getting very agitated with the things Joe was saying. Yeah. So it just oh, yeah, definitely, yeah, yeah. that's why I'm, I'm pretty confident. And also in that promo, you know, Roman Reigns was basically like behind them. Yeah. So for that reason alone, I think Joe will definitely be in the Summer of the Same match at some capacity. Well, from your lips to Vince's ears. God damn, pal. We'll find out next week. There's no feud for him, I don't think, 
to enter that quickly that would justify him not being in the match after how much he's been spotlighted by the company recently. So. Yeah, but I don't necessarily think they would they would go with the four-way just for that reason. It, it all depends on their perception. Um, so what would Joe do at SummerSlam then? Oh, I'm... <laughs> I'm not. No, no, no. I'm not saying. I'm just no, I'm saying. Just curious if he. I'm just saying they're not going to. They're not going to include him in the title picture just to make sure that they have a spot for him at SummerSlam. They didn't have a spot for him at WrestleMania, and he had only debuted two months earlier. So well, that's, that's think, all I'm saying. I, I'm, I'm hoping that their. I'm hoping that their perception of him has adequately um, improved along with how good he's been doing the past month, yeah, month and a half, two months. I think it was. I think that Joe was brought into the Triple H Seth Rollins feud to introduce him to the company. And, you know, one could argue that he could have been in the WrestleMania match as a run-in, but I almost like that he wasn't, because now he won this match, which may have not even happened if Braun Strowman wasn't injured. Yeah. But because of all that work, almost he definitely stepped wouldn't up to the plate, and he's a viable competitor. And I have to be honest, at SummerSlam, you know, we'll obviously wish we'll book that down the road, but the only reason why I don't think Brock is dropping the title is because Clash of Champions is the next pay-per-view. And I don't know whether or not it's Raw or SmackDown yet. You're but talking about after SummerSlam. Yeah. Okay. Because my, my line of thinking that is, if it's a fatal four-way, Brock Lesnar is protected, and he doesn't need to get pinned. But he should get a rematch, and there's no way he's working Great Bulls of Fire, SummerSlam, and, Battle, and uh, Clash of Champions. So that's why I'm pretty confident Brock Lesnar is going to retain the title at SummerSlam, and that's why I don't think it'll be him and Roman, because I don't think they're going to have him beat Roman. Okay. So that's where my line of thinking is. Unless they switch the pay-per-views this year and SmackDown gets Class of Champions. I don't know what the schedule is yet. Do you think they would do that? I think it's possible. Okay. Um, but, I mean, you do have to think of things like that. Lesnar's on reserve dates. You know, he's never worked three in a row. And unless they just let him forfeit a title, you know, rematch, you know, I don't see that happening. And yeah. Roman, I don't think, is losing to Brock clean. Yeah. Okay, so... So who do you think is going to win at SummerSlam, the four-way? Or are we not talking about that yet? Uh, we don't need to. I was just saying that I think Brock is going to retain oh, you either think way. Okay, okay. So he would retain in the four-way because I don't think he'll have him beat Roman. Okay. And that'll, and that'll also and that'll kind of lead protect, to WrestleMania, which kind is of the, protect everybody in the, if it's yeah, a four-way situation. Yeah, I mean, it depends who he pins. I mean, unfortunately, I have a feeling Joe would probably take the pinfall in that match if, I, if I know them. Yeah, uh, with those four. But hate that. Honestly, if they could do Roman and Brock at SummerSlam, just so I don't need to wait another six months, I think I'd almost risk Joe leaving the title picture for the time being. Because he's still there full-time. He could still enter a few with Roman Reigns after that for the yeah. title. So so if I, I understand know. you correctly, you, you don't want to wait for Brock versus Roman. You can't oh, wait. No. You can't wait because you want to see it. As soon. Oh, That's no. kind of how it sounded. No, no. Just catch you, I man. just want it to happen right away. <laughs> you want to get it over with. Yes. It's not so much that you can't wait to see it again. Absolutely. Um, I'm trying to look up at the next. I'm not a good guy. Ooh. Actually, you know what? We may have some breaking news here. Uh-oh. It's not going to be breaking by the time they hear it, but... <laughs> okay, so Raw does not have Clash of Champions. So oh, really? So that actually reverses my theory and makes you think that Lesnar could drop the title in a Fatal 4-Way match without getting pinned. Because there's no... The reason why I'm saying that is champion yeah. pay-per-view, every title's on the line. So by default, the Universal Championship would have to be on the line. Okay. But Raw does not have that pay-per-view. According to this, September 24th will be No Mercy, and that'll be Raw, and then September 10th will be a SmackDown pay-per-view. So they'll probably, probably Clash of Champions. Yeah. 
Um, okay, so unfortunately, then, that stuff matters when you look at Lesnar's like dates and stuff like that. So, so maybe if Raw had drop Clash it. of Champions, Lesnar would have kept the title and defended the title at Clash of Champions. Because I'm trying to. Yeah, but I guess now that wouldn't make sense because he would have to defend it again anyway. So. Yeah, I don't know what I'm saying anymore. I'm just dropping it. <laughs> There's a lot going I on. Di- I didn't realize that he would have to. Def- I didn't realize that he'd have to wrestle regardless whether he had it or if he didn't at Clash of Champions. Because if he had the title, he would have to defend it. Oh, if he lost it, you would, would think he would rematch, get the rematch. Think, yeah. so. but it is Brock Lesnar. I mean, he didn't get he didn't get the rematch when he lost it at yeah, Seth Rollins. At, they wrote him off TV until Battlegrounds. So, exactly. Yeah, I guess like we'll they see. can do. Again, yeah, I guess we'll know? see. Um, um, so yeah, and then yeah, moving on. To, uh, I guess, should we just yeah, we can go to the, the card? Top. Yeah. All right, so then going back to uh, Great Balls of Fire on Sunday, the opening match, I'm just going to skip the pre-show. The opening match, uh, God beat Seth Rollins with a thumb to the eye. <laughs> sorry, Br- uh, sorry, Bray Wyatt beat Seth Rollins with a thumb to the eye. Yeah. I misspoke there. <laughs> um, well, I mean, I think that we could say like a 30-second thing about like, you know, that Neville's still the champion. Neville's still the champion. Tozawa wants a rematch. You think that's it's going to be a rematch at SummerSlam? Uh, I, 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 God, I hope not. I mean, I'm hoping they get it over with like in the coming weeks to introduce yeah. Cedric Alexander. Yeah. I always envisioned SummerSlam as a pay-per-view where Neville would lose. But at this point, I don't really see any challenger, you know, maybe Cedric stepping up. But Tozawa is definitely going to get a rematch. So. Yeah. Maybe on um, maybe on Raw or any pinned live in the, Neville in the meantime, and Neville hasn't been pinned in a really long time. By the way, the announcers should have made a much bigger deal about that than they did on Raw in the yeah, tag match. That yeah. was like yeah, but uh, but yeah, the cruiserweight division is rather interesting. I guess yeah. The say. only reason I I was gonna initially skip it is because you know just being well, on that's the pre- all I have be, about just it. being on the pre-show. Like it was there's no way Tazawa's gonna win. I feel like no know? no. I mean, and I and I predicted that there would be a some type of a screwy ending like there was I thought yeah that, i thought that it, it was a rather weak ending with the kick i only gave it uh kick three to the stars. stomach yeah sorry so, i was talking how many stars i only gave it three because of that you know the kick to the stomach so, yeah uh, but it is worth noting that that way we'll continue on in the feud and i guess we'll see where it goes but i don't Definitely. see him taking neville down no yeah no um ah. but, but yes yes to that to that i say ah god did beat rollins um i thought the match was better than i expected a lot of people online felt At that Great way as fire? well yeah okay well that because the match Listen, on Raw was, I, they had a lot more time. Yeah, and I think was I, a better. I as can't a say better than consequence. I, I can't say better than I expected because I knew it'd be a good match, but the build people just hated, and I don't blame people because for there wasn't it. a big reason. Yeah. We, we talked about that. Yeah, and also Bray Wyatt. As much as I love him, they are you know really hurting his character by these promos that are essentially the same, and the yeah. feuds are the same, and. But I will say they broke the cycle because I had assumed that Wyatt and Rollins. Well, actually, I could talk about this and the intercontinental scene yeah. together. Now that they're going to kind of be, it because looks like, merged I, at least for the time being. I thought that Seth Rollins should go for the IC title before the Wyatt feud really got into gear. Like, they were, like, okay. feuding, but the match yeah. wasn't announced yet for Great Balls of Fire. Because the IC ch- title is the only one Rollins hasn't held yet. A. Yeah. B, it helps the IC title, and it also helps Rollins stay relevant while not being in the main event scene yeah smackdown is doing a really good job with the u.s championship right now in terms of making it strong of course i mean uh so the match was good i gave it i gave it three and a half stars i thought it was a good match the next night on raw i never expected wyatt to beat rollins again yeah i mean the pattern is that it's a screwy ending and then he loses and then he loses again and it's over yep 
And Wyatt didn't really cheat on Raw as much as he cheated at Great Balls of Fire. He capitalized I on like, the injury. I like the way they, he capitalized yeah, on the injury. Yeah, but it wasn't so, like, heelish. Like, it was a pretty definitive win for me. Yeah. So um, I'm more intrigued with what Wyatt does now because Balor, I, I, I don't know if you heard rumors about, like, the Balor Club, like, I don't know. Well, I said Not that, lately. I said that I think Finn Balor should join up with Gallows and Anderson as a oh, way yeah. to make Gallows and Anderson a face team. Yep. And maybe go against like the Miz Tourage and you could do Finn Balor versus the Miz. Yeah. But now it's pretty clear that it's going to be Rollins and maybe Ambrose and the Miz. Ambrose it's, needs to take some time off, by the way. I mean, yeah. I, uh, they're, I'm the, done with his The shit. Miz-Ambrose match, I don't even have a lot to say about. I, I don't. Well, yeah. Well, what haven't we said about their first 600 matches? You just made the list! I only gave it three stars. I, not that it was bad. It just, it just felt like a raw match. I feel like just, Ambrose we've is seen in like for, one we've gear. We've seen it a million times. Yeah. I think it actually was the million time those two have wrestled. And like as much as the Miz is doing phenomenal work the past you know year or so, I just he had Maurice to cheat for him. Now he has like two more people. Like yeah. I get it, he's a heel, but like I don't know. I wouldn't exactly have used like. Axel and Dallas in that way, unless like they wind up turning on him very soon, because Axel is a former IC champion. Yeah, and when he's a face, he gets good pops. I yeah. went to a role where he was in the dark match, and he's a decent wrestler. And he was that during the Axel Mania. Yeah, he was, uh, he was. Yeah, he was, yeah, that was definitely when he yeah. was at his, at his um, getting the biggest response. Yeah, but I mean, he has that ability too. So yeah. I thought that maybe this was the way to get like the Miz versus Curtis Axel down the road. It could, but be. I'm not really. I'm, I, I mean, mean I'm eventually, not, eventually, yeah. I'm hoping. I, I really, I want Dean Ambrose to kind of go away or see. Delete, delete, delete. Because I really, I, I could easily see Seth Rollins versus The Miz one-on-one for the IC title at SummerSlam being sick. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> I think Rollins should win. Not and just because I'm biased. I want to be a Grand yeah, champion. I just really yeah. think he should win the title. And so to that end, if they want to have Dean Ambrose there to kind of counteract the Miz Tourage, I, 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 like, I don't know why he's involved. And a couple things about Monday Night Raw. First of all, the Mizzies, real quick, I got to say, I feel like... Shattered Dreams was snubbed for Best Picture because why not? <laughs> yeah, why not? Just why not? Yeah, that would have been interesting to have Goldust. I mean, just based on the timing, that yeah. was you know. Um, also, the just the gimmicks are very very close. Mrs. Yeah, a Hollywood actor with Definitely, an entourage yeah. and Goldust is a filmmaker. Yeah, it'd be cool. It would be Goldust strange was if they don't. Miss Taraj somehow actually thinking about it now. Yeah, yeah, or at least a collaboration, something involved. They, they work together and they and they basically treat it as like Goldust. Is the director and Miz yeah. is the actor, and they're and collaborating. And you could have had Goldust turn face again into a Goldust Miz feud for the IC title. That would have been cool. But Eventually, yeah. I don't, yeah, yeah. see that happening. But they're close, so I, I would hope that they at least you know overlap here yeah. and there. So the whole Seth Rollins Dean Ambrose thing, Miz obviously runs down Seth Rollins and the Hardys and Tozawa, and Ambrose comes out to get revenge on Miz and gets overtaken by the Miztourage. Rollins comes out, sort of. You know, winds up kind of helping Ambrose, but Ambrose doesn't want his help. I was just not a fan. Like, the fact that Ambrose is still involved in this, and then the backstage segment between Ambrose and Rollins just seemed very forced to me. Did you? Um, I liked it for the fact that I thought that they would just ignore their past animosity. So I liked the, the continuity that they exhibited. I like what they're doing with Rollins. Yeah. So... Like like how he's how he's it's an ongoing story of how yeah. he's trying to make good and Dean Ambrose doesn't really sound like logical all the time so it did make him seem like a pretty sane person who would have these you know if I was in Ambrose's shoes I would have these same thoughts that you know hey we're not just gonna be fine all the yeah. way 
Um, I thought Rollins did a really good job of being like a baby face who was kind of like, like, God, like, whatever, like, don't be so harsh. Yeah. Like, don't have a cow, Ambrose. Bart Simpson style, I feel you. But understanding, kind of. Um, the ending, though, the complete ending of Raw, when Wyatt lost, when Wyatt beat Rollins and The Miz came out, Ambrose then, like, helped him. Yeah. So, like, I don't very strange. really... He's crazy. Or at least... Very strange. That's why the backstage segment, I didn't... I liked it for what it was, and then the ending kind of just... Unless they do another one backstage where, like, next week where they kind of continue it. Like, yeah. I don't know if they're leading to, like, a triple threat match here, if it's going to be, like, Ambrose and Rollins' number one contendership. Like, Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Like, a tag team match at SummerSlam, and, like, the IC title's, like, put to the side. I don't yeah. know what's, like... No, yeah, I, I had the same thought. Like, leaving Raw last night, I was thinking, is it going to be, like, a two-on-three at SummerSlam? That's not... Well, what really... I'm not excited for that. I mean, people are, you know, worried that, like, the Shield may reunite. I don't think they would ever reunite them against the Mistourage. You don't think... But if it you don't means think there's keeping a chance Roman, Roman just the... loses to Joe next week, and then the next week he goes out to help Ambrose and Rollins. I mean, I wouldn't put it past them. I just, I, I mean, would. as much as I would I would definitely want, put it past them. As much as I don't want Roman in the main event scene, like, at all for a while, yeah. Yep. I don't even think I would want the shield wasted on the Miztourage. They're way too new. I yeah. Mean, I think, like, Sanity and NXT, I already wishful booked you off air how yeah. Ballard, Gallows, and Anderson could, you know, join something that could be, like, a faction few down the line definitely so, yeah no i don't think so i think that roman's going to be in the main event in the universal title picture and definitely. maybe they'll have like it'll be like rollins and ambrose versus axel and dallas and then yeah kurt will decide yeah. who's the number one contender or... it's just weird to align those two and yeah. not and and roman's like completely disinvolved yeah i well i mean roman hasn't been included by the miz i mean it, it's right now logical yeah. why rollins is yeah. in the feud um I just, because of it being SummerSlam, it's the second biggest pay-per-view of the year, I don't see Ambrose being left off the card, and there's, like, nothing else for him to do besides yeah. this right now, so I think it'll probably be a triple threat match. Yeah, probably. See, I don't like that, though. I, I SummerSlam's, you know, SummerSlam's, my question usually at this time of the year, right at the beginning of, like, SummerSlam, the second biggest show of the year starting to take shape is... Are they going to try to make SummerSlam the biggest show by including as much of the roster as possible? Or are they going to try to make SummerSlam a really big show by having it feature only the cream of the crop? Or the cream of the crops, as it were. You know? Because in my opinion, it should be the latter. Yeah, and I mean, if you, you I know everybody wants to be well. on... Yeah, yeah. If, I know everybody wants to be on WrestleMania. Everybody wants to be on SummerSlam. But if you're not on it this year, try to, you know, use that as an incentive to... Light a fire under your ass. And, yeah, and, but I and still, I'm, I'm, I, every time you say this, I still go back to the fact that WWE is run by writers and Vince McMahon. So you may do, I mean, well, the how many... Show, well, then we might as well stop many, doing the whole show. How many aspects <laughs> of, of wrestler? How many times do we hear of this wrestler works hard and hard, they don't get the spotlight? You know, Cesaro was doing nothing, and it, it's just how the company is. So yeah. I, mean, I see what you're saying, but there are a lot of good workers in the company right now who are being overlooked, and they could... But on five star matches until they're blue in the face. But yeah. Until but, they're but we agree given that, something. We agree that the bigger show is the one that features the cream of the crop. And yeah, not just I mean the I most. think WrestleMania, although they want to say SummerSlam is like WrestleMania, I don't think SummerSlam has no. that much of a storied history. It's a of, distant second yeah. biggest show of um, the year. But I mean, Ambrose is one of their I mean, in terms of salary and merchandise mover. He's someone that I can see them sticking in, even if there's no. Oh no, definitely, for it. definitely. That be all um, that. Like being Elias said. Samson, I don't think will be in the card. Um, hmm. Big Show and Big Cast, 
that's going to happen. That's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Really, um, big cast. Just what I thought it would be. Really. It, almost exactly one critique. Just a kind of you may call it nitpicking about the match on Sunday. He picks him. Enzo, you know, he's in the middle of beating Enzo down. It's basically a squash match. He picks Enzo up, throws him out of the ring, and then goes outside, picks him up, throws him back into the ring so he can finish the match. Can you see where I'm going here? Why not just finish the match and then pick him up and throw him out of the ring like logic would dictate? Yeah, I'm, I guess Because even the way to... he's talking about it on Raw the following night, it, it was, I saw what he's going for, and it's very cool, but it's just, he goes, I picked him up and I threw him out of the ring like the bag of garbage that he is. And then I went back out and picked him back up since I hadn't ended the match yet and put him back in the ring like... Just win the match and then throw him out like garbage out of your... Because he was like, I threw him out of my life forever. And then I went back out and picked well, him up. Well, I mean, I think he just wanted to match. keep beating him up, really. I mean, I, you know... Yeah, just symbolically for what he was going for, to me, it makes more sense if you win the match and then yeah. throw him out like garbage. Yeah. Um, I mean, but otherwise, I mean, I like the program. I, I like the promo for Big Cass. The match Sunday was more or less what I was expecting. And, you know, Big Show, that's what we have been expecting for SummerSlam. I think that you have Big Show and Cass feud between now and then, and probably a Raw or two before SummerSlam, you have Enzo come back, and he'll be with Big Show at SummerSlam. Yeah, definitely. Big Zo, if yeah. you will. Um, yeah, that's basically what I think. The match, I mean, for Amore's, you know, intensity and selling and everything like that, I, you know, it was a solid two-star match, given what they were doing, and Amore yeah. is a really good seller and whatnot. Um Big Cass's promo the next night, I don't know, I don't, on Raw Talk, and I'm really hoping that, like, Vince doesn't actually see him as, like, a main event guy, because, like, I just don't. First of all, he looks terrible in his little trunks. Yeah. It was okay with, like, Big Cass and Enzo, but, like, <coughs> he's essentially, to me, like, a diesel. Like, yeah. in yep. all, you know... A modern-day diesel. But, you know, give him pants or something, and, like, I don't know, like, he's kind of, like... dress him like diesel? You know, he looks like... I don't know. Not that he's out of shape. It those, just does, those I don't buy him as like this. this our audience threat. right now can't see that you have several times while you've been saying this motion to your uh, midsection area. Yeah, I mean, listen, is it, I'm not. Is that, is that just you? You're talking about yourself? Well, no, I you're talking def- about big cats. I could definitely lose some, you know, you're talking about a, a big few cats, pounds. Think, but I would, though. you know, he doesn't look. He's like a little soft. Mu- a little bit. A little soft, yes. And I'm going to spell it out for you. Uh, so that wasn't even intentional. Yeah. And you his promo work is just... Ah, he's been impressing you, it sounds like. I don't know. I'm not buying him that much. It's very, like, create a wrestler. 2K, 7, 18, 19, whatever. Like, he's not bad. Like, he gets his groove, and then other times, like, his cadence, he just... I don't know. He needs... He's newer, so I'm not gonna, like... I kind of like Say he's the worst, Because it just felt impassioned. Yeah, I don't I mean, know. It's I'm no not, secret that he's not... You know, he's not as good yeah, at the mic as Enzo. I just hope that, like, saying things like... I mean, he's a delusional heel. Like, I could be Brock Lesnar and on yeah. Raw Talk, like, getting in Renee's face. Like, you know, he'll be a decent heel. I just don't think there's room for him in the climate for, like, another big guy. Yeah. Like, Braun Strowman is, like... Unless you do, like, feed him to Braun Strowman and, like, Braun Strowman is a baby face down the line or... You get, I was like thinking, Roman Reigns big cast. Like I don't. That's see, what I was getting to. I was gonna see how soon you can picture Roman Reigns versus big cast. And I actually think I'd rather Roman Reigns beat big cast because I'm so annoyed that like he hasn't done that much to really. I don't want to say deserve the spot he's being given, but I don't know. There's a whole bunch of other people I can think of that should be given the platform that I don't know if he's going to be given it yet. But yeah, you know, I'm a little fearful. It's, it's just hard to see where they're going. But so far, I mean, Big Show starting him off. 
you know, his first post Enzo feud is going to be Big Show. I mean, that's not you're not off to a huge start. No, but it's I mean, it's logical. I mean, you know, literally you are off to a huge start, but figuratively, you know, Big Show is Big Show. No offense, Big Show. Um, It does fit in with, with the story, though. So, I mean, I guess, you know, we'll see what happens down the line. The irresistible force meeting the immovable object. Uh, get to the match of the night next, of course. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Iron it was, Man. It, was, t- it should be the Iron Men tag team match, by the way. That really bothered me that they said that. What'd they say? The well, I mean, team? it's called it an be, Iron yeah. Man, but it's technically Iron Men. Yeah, well, um, we have this same thing, the Iron Women's, right? Yeah. Same kind they of thing. They also, like, they said that the Iron Man tag team match was very rare when it was announced, and then when it happened, they said it was the first time ever. So was it actually the first one ever? Because I don't ever remember there being one. But Michael Cole said that I think that so I he feel mistakenly, like they didn't know. Like I feel like he mistakenly said that it had happened before okay. when it first happened. Like they didn't even know like, their own history, and they were like, yeah. "If this was done, we're gonna say it's a rare match." But yeah. then when we actually figure it out, we're gonna say it's the first time ever. Because by the time you get to the pay per view, he's looked into it. You know, he's, yeah. he's, he wants to be ready to have yeah. some shit to say so. during the because you got a half hour. You're gonna have to talk about this match. But um. um yeah, awesome match. I mean, really, every fall was just clever, well thought out. I really liked, including the swanton, which I know some people online are saying Jeff usually does the swanton and springs right up and pins somebody. Why would Cesaro be able to pin him in that situation? I liked it a lot. Well, he was in the heat quick. Of the moment, I, mean, I he ran in like a fox. So I think and it's that also made sense. it's also towards the tail end of a yeah. Iron Man match. So I mean, or Iron Man match. I had more issue with how Jeff Hardy, like after the pinfall, like stood there for five seconds and was like. Like, dude, there's 20 seconds left. Like, yeah. I literally, I have a note on my phone that I call this the pay-per-view of, like, no urgency. Like, the Iron Man math is 25 seconds left. Jeff Hardy's, like, wasting three of it and, like, disbelief. Um, well, in the, he's uh, trying it by time. Like, he knows what the result has to be, the timing, you know, with the pinfall. You know what I mean? He has to spread it out. Like, there's still, if, if, he, if he does what you're saying, then they're going to get that fall and tie the match before the 25 seconds is up. Well, that was the point to tie it. They need to tie no, it to go on. It's a competition. It was, scripted to, it was scripted to not be tied by the end, is my point. Like, it was clearly booked to go down the way it did. But you still could have had Cesaro avoid a pinfall and not have Jeff Hardy look stupid in the middle of the ring. There was a way to, to either yeah, I have just, him go I just after didn't, him. Or, I didn't, it didn't, it just, I didn't, if you're in a match where you want to win and it's timed, you don't just stand yeah. in the middle of the ring after getting pinned. You go after him. And Cesaro ran around the ring anyway, so it's not like yeah. it would have been an extra three seconds of that, but yeah. have some urgency. It's just tricky it was, sometimes with wrestling like that when the, with yeah, the timing. You I, know, they, yeah, I, I guess. I just I In mean, the heat of the moment, you have to figure um, out what to do to yeah. not look um, like you're an idiot. Matt Hardy got... Bru- I don't even know how that happened oh, with the nine stitches he got. Was it when yeah. he... It was, went on his elbow. Post, was it on the outside of the post? Because I, I I saw it happen after they did the double leg drop body splash, but that was really gross. Between the two of these guys, I feel like they come out of these matches with Shazar yeah. looking like they've been um, in a fight. Just when I think that the Hardy Boys are like slowing up and they don't really look as crisp as they have, this match really changed that perception. They had yeah. a lot of, I mean, the stamina to wrestle a match like this. Uh, Iron Man matches are tough because there's always that period, like in the first ten minutes, where it's. They're playing out the clock, and it makes sense with the match. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, Sheamus and Cesaro got the pinfall early with the bro kick 17 seconds in. Um, that so was awesome. Any any Iron Man match, you get that, like, kind of dead period where you're just kind of wrestling. But um, yeah, there was the a last in the middle, two minutes were absolutely incredible. Uh, Four-star match. Um, Definitely. Easily matched the it, night, it, as you said earlier. It was earlier. really, a really, really great wrestled match. And, Definitely. Um, Very the entertaining. Next night, the next night was interesting on Raw. It was interesting um, because talking about this match last week and the possible outcomes, 
they basically did what we expected them to do, but your reasoning, you know, you thought that the Hardys would hold on to the titles. Because now what does Shazaro do? Where they, they weren't even on Raw. Yeah. But, as you said, the Hardys oh, God, came out. Right. They fought Gallows and Anderson. Hardy, by the way, actually said the word broken, which I thought was pretty cool. Oh, yeah, obsolete. And yeah. Yeah, obs- Jeff said obsolete, and then Matt said broken, which is... That's as close as they've come to just... Yeah. Well, Michael Cole said that, too, when they first debuted, like, things are about to get broken. I mean, oh, they yeah. were probably alluding to, like, table... The actually, tables. no, it couldn't have been. It was a ladder match. But, yeah, regardless. Yeah, ladders but, get yeah, broken no, it was in ladder cool. matches. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so anyway, the revival came out after the match with the attack. Yeah, excellent. Um, yeah, so I guess they're going to work on a SummerSlam program for these two teams, and then we'll see... What, I don't if know anything, what they're they do doing. With the I have a feeling of like a multi-man match at SummerSlam, like a multi-team match. Oh, really? Um, not a way to get everyone on the Gotta card. Include everybody. But I just think I don't know. The revival and Sheamus and Cesaro could be great, but they could do a heel versus heel team. But I don't know if they'll have room for two tag team matches. Yeah, technically three if you have the SmackDown tag team championships being defended. Which yeah, the New Day are in contention, so I, they'll definitely be on the card, and they deserve to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Uh, but yeah, yeah, it's a really interesting tag division. So Definitely, definitely. Looking forward to it. As am I. And then the last match we have to talk about is the Women's Championship match. Thank you. Which was, I think, the second best match of the night, personally. Definitely. Just, yeah. but, but for the finish, obviously. I yeah, mean, but I, I mean, it made sense within it the did make sense. of the match. It did make sense. Alexa, and Alexa the, was the Alexa, character. The cowardly heel. Um, but we did also just see it with... Uh, Usos doing that to the New Day, you know, only a couple weeks before. I believe that's yeah. a big part of the reason why they had Sasha attack her after the match was to kind of change yeah, it up a little Usos, bit. Yeah, Usos, that wasn't even really in their character. They never, I mean, they were heels, but they never really resorted to things like that. So that was kind of more out of the blue. With Alexa Bliss, that's something that she's done. Yeah. So I liked it with her, even despite it being done before. I don't read script, script reads me. And then on Raw, she kind of tries to do something similar, but Nia doesn't let her, and that's what leads to the finish of the match, right? Yeah. Yeah, that was cool, um, too. So which worries me now. Thing, which worries me, because Bailey gets a pinfall on Alexa, so yeah. either they're going to have a number one contenders match, or that's going to be a multi-woman Triple match. Triple threat. Maybe a fatal... You think a fatal four-way with Nia Jax, too? I think so, because at SmackDown is going to have a one-on-one match. Okay. Because they have a number one contenders match at Battleground, right, which right. I'm assuming Charlotte will... will We'll get into that next week with the battleground predictions. But yeah, nice restraint. I know how hard it is. Um, the match itself was great. I gave it three and three quarters. I wanted to give it four, but the finish is what is what yeah. bumped it down for me. Yeah, Alexa looked amazing. I'm not being biased. She just no, her she modified yeah. Canadian, Canadian destroyer and the turnbuckle was incredible. Yeah, um, that that just everything. The, the double jointed thing. The double, that, that was oh the first time I'd God. seen it. And by the way, I can do that. And when I saw her, I was like, ah. I was pretty grossed out. Because I'm double-jointed, too, so I can actually do oh, that. Oh, wow, that's so weird. And even still, when I saw her doing it, I legit, I, I immediately thought that she was messed up. She did it on SmackDown once. I don't know that's, if you... Yeah, they said that. I, yeah. I hadn't seen uh, it. But not on a big stage like that, so I yeah. like that. It was just well done, wonderfully yeah. well done. Michael Cole needed to shut up about it because he Sold just it a little too going much, on yeah. like, that's... The most bizarre thing ever. And I kind of wish Corey Graves was saying, like, oh, my God, that was brilliant. You know what I mean? Like, like, if you want to do any commentary. But regardless, um, just think about what they could do with more near falls. I mean, Alexa didn't even hit her DDT. Um, She went for the Twisted Bliss, which I like because now she's kind of like, like Neville doesn't use the Red Arrow a lot. And like the Twisted Bliss, any move that's done like in the air, it's not going to get cheered, but it shows you're athletic and it's not exactly... 
something that a heel would do. But um, I like how she resorted to that. She hasn't used that in months. So it was yeah. really great. It's a shame, though, because I don't know if we'll get another one-on-one match. Because I could kind of see them taking the title off of her at Great Balls of Fire, maybe giving it to Naya for a little bit. Oh, they didn't. They didn't, though. They didn't take the title off of her at Great Balls of Fire. It happened already. Oh, I said Great Balls of Fire? I mean, <laughs> at SummerSlam, if Naya's involved, <laughs> I, I, couldn't kinda, resist. I kind of can see... I knew that's what you meant. Um, but then again, I just can't see a Nia Jackson-Alexa Bliss match. Those rumors of that match happening, I just can't see that... Yeah. Being a thing, I mean, Alexa heel versus is such heel. a good heel. And Especially that being the only two and she's women getting who cheered. for the title at SummerSlam. Yeah, and she's getting cheered right now, so they have to like risk like giving the fans a reason to cheer her. Because they cheer her already, because she's probably the second most over woman in the company right now, I'd say. I would Alexa? say the most, but I think Charlotte may have her beat. Yeah. Bailey has gone down considerably. Sasha yeah. even, I would say the fans are more in line for Alexa during that match. And uh, I, don't I know. am too because well, after Banks' we know. Uh, we know. Raw Talk promo, she's not, I'm not a fan of hers. So, uh, but did yeah, you want to? Did you want to get into that? Yeah, at I mean, all? Sasha Banks just went on this tangent about how Alexa Bliss isn't, you know, a WWE fan, and she doesn't know the difference between Matt and Jeff Hardy, and, and you can't teach that. You know, the issue that I have is that two months ago, the WWE put out on their YouTube channel a 15-minute video. It's a series they have called "My Child as a WWE Superstar," and they show oh, yeah, yeah, my, yeah. you know, her her mother and her father how Alexa Bliss had an eating disorder and she was literally rail thin and uh-huh. she overcame all of that to be a wrestler and she yeah. was told she had to gain more weight and you know just because she didn't come from the indie she still put in a lot of work. I mean, yeah. she's the one that transformed her character from like a bubblegum cheerleader to what she is now. Yeah. And since the brand split, I would say she is the the breakout star. Her and Braun Strowman, I think, benefited yeah. the most. Have stepped up to the plate the most. She's there's definitely improved an argument in the ring. I mean, everything. It, yeah. And I'm not being biased. I mean, everyone online says it. She's getting a pop. I mean, it, it's just facts. Yeah, there's really. definitely an argument <laughs> to be made for that, um, especially because she started. She was like one of the, if not the last draft for SmackDown. Carmella was initially. the last, but she oh, was, that's she, right, that's but, right. But, but she was at the she bottom, was high up. Yeah, and don't get me wrong. You know, Becky Lynn, Sasha, maybe even Bailey are, I will admit, better in ring performers. But okay, those of you listening whose blood is boiling right now. The character work and the improvement and everything just, I think she deserves to be where she is. So for a baby face like Sasha to say that, I feel like it was built too much out of like personal um, aggression that I don't think should have been incorporated to a WWE program. Yeah. So I don't think other people probably think the way I do because I, you know, follow both of their careers more than maybe most. But no, you think? I just think... Unless it leads to, like, Sasha Banks getting this, like, what we all hope to be an eventual heel turn. Yeah. I don't think it was really necessary to say what she said. Yeah, she definitely got long. a little carried away. She actually used the word heel yeah. on the talk, which, yeah. so can, you can which tell right was, there tells you yeah. that she got a little carried yeah. away. But that's, again, I, I've mentioned it before, that's kind of, that's the thing with Raw Talk, Talking Smack. Yeah, yeah. And the, I like that it gives the feud of the personal nature. And the freedom that they give. The, yeah, yeah. That they give. Uh, the talents, you know, that's kind of the risk you run sometimes. Yeah, no, as definitely. Far as yeah. Getting out of hand. Yeah. Or getting carried away. Is that about cover raw? Yeah. Fancy that. <laughs> less than an hour. Oh, Kurt Angle. The last thing oh. we have to talk about. Last thing we have to talk about. Oh, how could we forget? Yeah. <laughs> Angle, you son of a bitch. How could we possibly forget? All right, so. <sighs> Man, how do you even introduce this topic? It's got to be... Well, weeks and weeks, there have been yeah. some sort of relationship forming between Corey Graves and Kurt Angle. Well, there's there been, has been news... An ongoing mystery yeah. 
Uh, Corey that, Graves that could ruin Kurt Angle's yeah, Corey career. Corey Graves, I think, first received this news, and then a few weeks ago, maybe actually over a month ago. Yeah, it feels like it's been Kurt a while Angle. now. Um, so one question is, how is Corey Graves, you know, in on all of this stuff? Yeah. Uh, at the end of Raw, we found out that this is an individual that Kurt Angle loves. So, oh man, it doesn't have to be a woman, but I'm pretty sure it will be. Or it wasn't very a love like, child. Or an, a, a, yes, I don't like the word illegitimate. A love illegitimate, child yeah, yeah, yeah. Out of wedlock. Okay, okay, yeah. It term. could be a but, um, you know obviously the first name that comes to mind in that department would be Chad Gable. Yeah, and then what I said to you off the air, and uh, obviously there was recently a WWE 24 special where WWE advertised as breaking news on their website that Dixie Carter would be interviewed for it. Mm-hmm. And I said to you, in my mind, it was a smart way to get people to watch it, because that's yeah. pretty crazy. But on the other end, I thought, what if she becomes a character in WWE programming? Yeah, well, my initial thought was, oh, they should have waited and introduced her as an on-air personality first. Oh, yeah. Because it would have been so much more shocking. Yeah, yeah. But there is a concern about how much of the uh, casual audience of the WWE, the general audience of the WWE, would even know who Dixie Carter is or what the importance would be. That may be why they put her on the WWE 24 special first. The argument is that first. they didn't do much to really flesh out who she is more than like... No, just, just to kind of feature her. Just her name has been yeah, and who I she guess. is has been on the WWE screen. And so now, because now Raw is in Nashville next week. Right. So that gives pretty large credence to the idea that this person that's going to show up is Dixie Carter. Yeah. Because if they would do that anywhere, Nashville is exactly definitely where they would do it. Yeah. So, so I think that's a good idea. My fear is that, you know, Kurt Angle is probably the biggest baby face on Raw right now. Well, I think Braun Strowman could be, but right, right, right now right. I'd say it's Kurt Angle. <laughs> um, Until Braun comes back. And, you know, if they go with some sort of, like, cheating infidelity storyline, especially after the 24th special where you see what a tight-knit family Kurt Angle has. And I know they don't always incorporate that stuff into actual storylines. But at the same time, it is on the same network that you can watch Great Balls of Fire in the pay-per-views. So yeah. you do run that issue. And the culmination of this story will likely happen at SummerSlam. Yeah, so I'm just afraid that they make him not look like the best person but I'm kind of hoping that maybe it leads like Dixie turning on him or yeah. something with Stephanie and Triple H. So I'm not going to super speculate now because I really don't know what it. I have ideas of the people, but I don't know what like the end result. Like I can't yeah. even predict what that could be right now. So well, I'm I'm gonna let it play out. I'm just worried that Kurt Angle returned after you know years and years of wanting him to return. Yeah, for an over angle, a, over a decade. Yeah, for an angle that maybe no pun intended that you know might be you know kind of like an a- post attitude ruthless aggression like. Dawn Marie, Tori Wilson kind of yeah, weird love like thing. a weird so, soap opera thing. I'm hoping that Kurt Angle is like behind this and like kind of pulling the strings. It. Not that I think that he really, I mean, he wanted to go back to WWE so badly that I wouldn't be surprised if he's going to do whatever they say, but I am hoping that he has some. You hope that's not the case. I ho- No, I don't. I, I do hope that's not the case, but we do know that they've turned him down in the past and he's admitted yeah. that. So that's why I'm worried that maybe he's like, who knows well, what whatever he, we'll do, I'll do it. So who knows what he had to say yes to, to uh, yeah. get welcomed back with open arms. But, um, um, I'm hoping it's, 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 it's like good though. Like, speaking I don't want to ideas for people who it could be because the other big option would be Stephanie McMahon, because that would more directly lead to a match for Kurt Angle at SummerSlam with triple H. If in fact he's even been cleared, which I read an interview with him recently where he, he said he didn't do kind it. of implied that he hadn't been yet, but that could be yeah, you know that he could is easily pretty confident be a that he will wrestle again. But he has said that the medical testing has not been done yet, which does take about three weeks. Okay, two but to he, three weeks, so it's not I impossible. Feel like, but I feel, see, if this was if it's Steph, if it's Stephanie McMahon next week, then we know that he's been cleared. 
probably yeah. for a little while now because they wouldn't have started this story that is going to culminate in him wrestling a match without him already being cleared. Yeah, I see his first match being WrestleMania or maybe Royal Rumble. I don't think it'll be SummerSlam. Okay. Just in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, it's hard for me to see him wrestling at SummerSlam yeah. so soon. But we'll see where it goes. Yeah. Shall we go to jail? And uh, did you want to touch on SmackDown? Um, a few brief points. We, I mean, If just, you want, I don't really have a whole lot to say. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's up to you. I mean, I just, definitely uh, Raw kind of won the week. Yeah, and I mean, next week, like, the card will be flushed out, so I, yeah. mean, I would rather discuss the results and everything. Um, I mean, Actually, if you have anything just, you want to say, I'm not going to like... I don't. I, okay, just, I was cool. just making sure. Yeah, no, I'm good. I'm All right, good. cool. All right, thanks everybody for joining us for Wishful Booking. This has been our uh, breakdown of Great Balls of Fire and uh, Monday Night Raw. Catch us on Twitter. I am at Real Huge Actor. And my name on Twitter is at Dr. Moorcraft. And uh, you, if you have any medical questions <laughs> i don't have a punchline for this joke but thank you for joining us guys we'll be back next week to discuss pretty much exclusively smackdown and the yeah because we'll be headed right into battleground um so bring your you know your uh flags yeah you bring your flag and your war supplies mm-hmm. and your guns and stuff <laughs> metaphorically obviously of course all right guys <laughs> so long <laughs> later see you at the battleground Go home show. Go home show.